This meeting is being recorded. Hey, this is Alternative Combat Wrestling's very own Vegas villain, Johnny Badger, and I'm drinking at Moe's. Where I'm based out of, I'm actually in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. And yeah, I, funny enough, I didn't actually get my start on independent wrestling here. I was actually in the Navy station in San Diego and actually got my start watching independent wrestling down there. Oh, wow. That's awesome. You got to see some of one of my all-time favorite matches to this day was B-Boy versus TJP versus Scorpio Sky, triple threat. Just amazing. Yeah. What, you, what About what year was that? Oh, boy. I'm one, 09, somewhere between 09 and 10. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was early in their careers. Yeah. So, like I said, I ended up meeting some people down there that ran shows up here, and then oh, here I am. Nice. I was just uh, watching some of your uh, older older interviews uh, on YouTube. Before, oh yeah, uh, you messaged me just now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who who did you? Uh, the uh, the tag uh, audacity. Okay, okay, yeah, just did them, was uh, part of the Wrestling Is Now social media tour, got lined up with those guys, so that, yeah. that was a fun one. So where, where are they based out of? New York. New York, okay. Yep, yeah. part of the promotion that the, the SAT started. Okay. So that, yeah. that, was, that was a fun one. I'm hoping to get the SAT back on here soon. So we'll see. But uh, first thing I'd like to start off with everybody with is what got you started as a fan? And then what got you started, you know, deciding to make the leap into the business? Well, uh, I'm originally from uh, North Carolina. Um, so I don't want to date myself too much, but I was a big Jim Crockett Promotions fan. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, very familiar. Starcade 85, uh, The Gathering was mm. probably one of the first VHS cassettes that I, I watched growing up. Uh, must have been, I don't know, I must have been third or fourth grade, but uh, there's a, a match on there Magnum TA versus Tolly Blanchard in an I Quit match. The, the one where it was in a steel cage? Yes, sir. That very one. And I, from that time on, I was hooked. Um, I just, I loved everything about it. I was a big fan of um, where you couldn't see the crowds back in those days. Hmm. The audience was dark. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have a lot of honest for those days, but um, I've been a fan for uh, almost my entire life. And, um, you know, <clears throat> it wasn't until later uh, I guess 2021, uh, I was asked to do uh, live commentary for uh, an upstart promotion, Alternative Combat Wrestling. Oh. And, um, you know, I, I just 
took to it, really enjoyed it. But, you know, live commentary is kind of tricky. Um, Imagine. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it, one thing led to another and I wound up uh, managing Ego, um, exceptional gentleman's organization uh, fronted by our champion, the Pride Cade Seidel. Uh, we have Jack Tatum, um, Rex Keller, Jacoby Gates, um, you know, alternative combat wrestling. We, we're, we're turning it, turning the corner. Uh, we're, we're taking, you know, pretty big leaps as far as the product is concerned. Yeah. Um, and I'm proud to play a role in that any way I can. Um, and, you know, uh, unfortunately, people just hate my guts. So, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll take what we can. But uh, right now we have the gold. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't see any reason why we won't keep it, you know. No, not understandable. I know I, when uh, doing some homework for the episode, I was noticing some, a lot of stuff with there with uh, alternative combat wrestling, a promotion I, you know, from the, where I'm, where I'm uh, stationed at here, I was trying not to use the word station because it made me think of back to the military days, but <laughs> right, right. I wasn't too familiar with them, but then I started noticing you and then some of the stuff you've been posting there on Facebook. And I'm like, this will be interesting. And you mentioned some of the stuff you got going on there with alternative combat wrestling and having, having the gold. I mean, you know, those that have the gold have the control, right? Yeah. Um, when I was a, a commentator, uh, our first champion uh, was CJ Evans, who's, who's fantastic, uh, a, a really talented guy. Um, and I saw a lot of possibility and poten- potential in him. Uh, and we were in contact quite a few times, but uh, I didn't know he was going to tell the owner that I was talking to him. And I, I got sent packing, you know, I, I was fired. And um, Cade Seidel, the pride Cade Seidel, he was the first to reach out and he had a vision. We shared a vision and we put this group together and we've just been running the show. Um, and well, I guess it might uh, not air until then, but on June 3rd, we have last stand 30 minute Ironman match. It, you know, it's, it's based in North Carolina. There's a lot of great wrestling talent in that area. North Carolina has always been a hotbed. And there's a lot of great independent promotions here. And, you know, we're just trying to, um, you know, kind of stake our claim as, as one of the best ones, you know. I, I was going to say, the the Carolinas, when it comes to professional wrestling history, it, it's got a storied history. I mean, that's where Jim Crockett promotions really got going. And, you know, Starcade, like we kind of mentioned where you're, fandom started it all started right there in the carolinas yeah um you know jim jim crockett was just a a, it was a grittier product at a time where wwe was they were leaning more into a little bit more cartoonish uh characters but you know we had dusty Rhodes, barry windham nikita koloff you know uh gorgeous jimmy garvin ronnie garvin just a, a lot of great names and for, you know, about three or four years, they were really given WWF at the time. They were given WWF a lot of a run for their money. 
um, and it had a few things went differently. Uh, you know, who knows? Uh, just you know, history being what it is, unfortunately, is told by the victors. You know, that that is true. And I I remember getting my my first taste of you know Crockett and the WCW product was the Saturday time slot, which yeah. unfortunately for me growing up in a Catholic family, my parents always wanted to go to mass on Saturday evenings. And there'd be times where I would be like, oh man, I want to watch wrestling though. <laughs> church church was uh, interfering with your wrestling fandom. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, we had, I, I really don't know how the region set up the way they did, but on Saturday morning, um, we would have uh, the world class out of Texas. Okay. So we were getting, you know, the Von Ericks and, uh, you know, early free birds, Gino Hernandez, like a lot of the, I mean, just great, great legendary characters in the business. And, and oh, yeah. uh, right after was NWA. Um, you know, I, I, I definitely loved WWF at the time, but my, you know, where I was from, uh, Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes would be about 40 minutes away, you know, on a Saturday. So, oh, you know, yeah. we would go to, we would go to those shows and I just fell in love with it. I've always loved it, you know, and it just, uh, a, a late in life gift to be able to, uh, to be able to do it now, you know, professionally. No, I can, I can imagine. I know I've only ever had a little taste of being able to be involved in shows here or there, you know, friends that were in the business, let me be the guy to walk them out to the ring or something, or even got the opportunity to be a special guest ring announcer for a friend's match once up in yeah. Fargo, North Dakota, which goddamn, that was one hell of a fucking <laughs> the drive. wrestling hotbed of Fargo. <laughs> but I mean, it is kind of funny thinking about it. But some of the people that I got to see there, I mean, as, as far as Midwest independent wrestling, I mean, Warhorse was there like very early oh, wow. Warhorse when he was a part of the, I think it was the. Viking War Party that they has since split up, but War Horse is on an absolute tear. Um, Then there, Eric Cannon, who's he's getting out nationally all over the place, and now she's a part of AEW. But back before she got signed to WWE, the now Ruby Soho was actually there that night, so. I got to right. go got to go out to the after party and drinking with Eric Cannon and Ruby Soho. So it was although she was known as I think it was Heidi Loveless at the time. Right, right. Well that's uh, she's she's from that area of the country I believe, isn't she? I'm one to say so I think yeah, Midwest. I'm one to say Indiana if I'm correct. Right. I might be wrong, but I mean the, as busy as I've been, I'm surprised I haven't had more brain farts and that <laughs> and shit. Well, you know, that's that's kind of the beauty of professional wrestling is, you know, you don't have to um, go to a, a, a giant arena or giant stadium to, to see a really good show. And a, a lot of these 
uh, men and women on the independents. They're they're trying to put on the best show possible, whether it be, you know, 100 people, 200 people, however many. And uh, I mean, just the amount of talent out there right now is staggering, you know, totally. And, you know, while it is cool to get to go to those those national TV promotions and, you know, get a heck go back with all the streaming services and getting to go back and watch it later and you know when you're there you don't really get to hear the commentary but you know go back and watch it with the commentary is kind of cool i've hell i've been known to do that on occasion on different shows that i've been to i remember nothing wrong with that my man i do the same thing (laughs) i've done the same thing a million times (laughs) oh man i remember going back and i was curious because i know i was there the night that Owen Hart beat Rocky Maivia for the Intercontinental title. I was there, and I'm like, huh, I wonder when that happened. So I went back through the internet and looked up the title history and found that date, and then, boom, went and watched it on the network. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, again, like, it's, it's such a unique business and a unique form of entertainment that when you step from just being a fan to, to being a performer, you really get to see all these moving parts that you just, you had no idea existed, but um, you know, as I said, North, North Carolina is just such a, uh, it's a hotbed and I'm sure everybody from every re- region probably feels the same way, but um, I mean, we just have so much talent in alternative combat wrestling right now. Uh, Hambone Jones, CJ Evans, Chris TNT Taylor, uh, the quick city assailants, uh, you know, tag team wrestling, the heart killers. We, we have a lot of talent, a lot of guys that are really hungry. And, you know, another cool thing about going to these independent shows is a lot of them have, you know, intermissions where the kids and the fans can, can meet the people, you know, you go to a raw, you're not going to be able to, to, you know, meet Matt Riddle at a table at intermission, you know, it's such a on it's hands-on, uh, it's more intimate. It's it's more personal for the for the fan, you know. Oh, totally. And you know, you you think about it. You know, the price that you would pay to sit ringside at a at a RAW, at a SmackDown, Dynamite, whatever it might be, you're paying upwards of a hundred some dollars, if not more. Hey, everybody! Big Mo here. Wanting to thank Reaper Apparel for having drinking at Moe's be a brand ambassador. They encourage everybody to break out of their comfort zone, live their best self, which, hey, that's what got me started in the podcast. They have great apparel, T-shirts, hoodies, hats, beanies. You name it, they got it. The link will be in the description be sure to use the code drinking at Moe's to get 10% off your order. Let's fucking go. Alrighty. Wow. Well, technical difficulties. That's what happens. But as I was, I believe I was saying at the time before my damn internet went to shit. Um, <laughs> we were talking about, you know, going to the independent shows and, you know, you being able to pay like literally 
more than half of what you would pay going to Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, whatever it might be. Right. Yeah. I, you know, uh, with Alternative Combat Wrestling, our shows are $10. And that's a good price. It's a bargain because, you know, you can't take a family of four to the movies for $10 a person, you know, bowling, you know, especially in this area uh, where, you know, where we, we come out of the uh, National Guard Armory in Southern Pines, North Carolina. And, uh, you know, we're, we're picking up a lot of steam. Our crowds are getting bigger uh, to the point where we've discussed, uh, you know, I've heard them discussing maybe getting a bigger venue. Um, but, you know, when that armory is jumping, you know, the, the fans are great. Uh, as I said, they don't like me very much, but that's all right. You know, but I guess yeah. what I get paid to do. So, um, nope. Hey, if you're, if you're being the, the bad guy for them, for wherever you're at, I mean, if the people are booing you, people are hating you, you're doing your job. Well, I just tell the truth and, and they don't you're, like it. Okay. You know? That's, that's a good way to think about it. <laughs> But the technical difficulties that I just had actually leads me into what I was one of the things I was wanting to talk about next. And, you know, recently alternative combat wrestling has their, they started their teardown. They're like, I'm, I have, I haven't got to watch it yet, but it's looking kind of, similar to what I'm doing here and like an interview style sort of thing about alternative combat wrestling. And mm -hmm. there was some technical difficulties there with the, your, your sound, your earpiece getting cut out or something. Yeah. I, uh, I guess it was, uh, unintentional. Um, my, my thing is I, I was making a point and I was making sense and I don't think that management, of alternative combat wrestling likes that, but that's fine. Uh, sound guy, Zach productions, uh, Zach Bollinger. He's, he's heading that show and uh, I'm sure he's going to do a good job. Uh, as long as he likes the guy, I guess, but whatever, you know, uh, yeah, Hambone Jones will be on next. So I, I was just seeing that post about it and yeah, I guess, uh, I guess we'll see if those technical difficulties continue for them. Yeah. I, I can't wait. We'll just have to wait and see, though. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'll be keeping my eye out for whenever that one comes out because I'm curious to see about it myself. I mean, yeah. I know I've had my technical difficulties on different ends, different episodes. So, I mean, I know shit happens, but, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see to bring a point to it. Yeah, well, you know, I was even being nice about it. I mean, the, the simple fact of the matter is, uh, you know, C.J. Evans could have been on this nonstop victory lap with with myself and the rest of Ego. The Pride Cade Seidel, uh, you know, he was willing to hear me out. And it turns out that we had the exact same vision. And from that date, from November of 2022, uh, all I've done is tell the truth. I've said exactly what we were going to do and we've done it. And, you know, I, I think a lot of the fans, they don't want to admit that, you know, they're just like me, you know, we're there. We shared the same. They just, they want to do what I'm doing. I'm just doing, yeah. you know, it, but Hey, you know, uh, success breeds contempt always. That, that, 
does seem to be the case in a lot of situations, you know, those that end up finding success in whatever field. I mean, oftentimes sports, some of the most successful teams end up breeding a lot of haters. I mean, I know I've been guilty of it with teams like the Patriots, but (laughs) I mean, that's just me. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're having a great conversation. I'm not a bad guy. Yeah, you don't seem bad at all. Yeah. And I mean, the, you know. thing, the thing I was going to bring up, you know, you mentioning stuff that, uh, you know, you say what you guys are going to do and then you get it done. I can, I can kind of respect that. You know, somebody that's not going to pull any punches and, you know, beat around the bush, you know, you're going to, you say what you're going to do and you go and do it. Yeah, you get it. You get it. The the, the people of Southern North Carolina do not get it, and it makes them angry. But you know what? I, I'm I'm beyond happy to to make a new friend tonight. You're you're fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. You're I, oh, you're you're listening to what I'm saying. I love it. I, I I try I try my best. So I'm and hey, I've been having a good time so far. Um. I kind of ha- I have two categories that I kind of round stuff off with here. One's a bit of a name game where I name off some people. You give me your thoughts on them. Some of the people that I've had, which I kind of try to somewhat theme it to each guest. Some of these guys with some of the posts that you've had on on Facebook, there, you know, having the the rich vibes you know the the money the power a lot of these guys on this list have been in those positions in wrestling either in the past in the present you know seeing where they're going so of course that is the theme for this category this time first first one a guy that has had one hell of a history in the carolinas the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. <laughs> hey, uh, the guy, the guy, you know, he wasn't a gimmick. That was his life. That that was who he was. Uh, I, I identify with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with wanting the finer things in life, striving to be the best, becoming the best, and telling people that you're the best. I mean, it's, it, if you can back it up with your Rolex watch and your fur coat and the women and the belts, hey, man, go for it. I love them. You know, they can't can't fault to guy there. You know, if if you're able to get in a spot where you can get those things and keep those things, why the hell not? You know, exactly. Next guy, a guy that he's rubbed some people the wrong way, but he's a, a guy that's legitly good with his damn money. JBL. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Another guy uh, that, you know, when he was uh, when he was Bradshaw with the Acolytes, you know, the JBL was a, was kind of a curveball, a curveball uh, role for him. But he owned it and he was JBL. Um, I think that was one of my favorite heels of the early 2000s by, by a wide margin. Actually, I, I love JBL. JBL. Yeah, I, I give that to him. He legit like it i think it even started before he made that turn into the 
the whole JBL character. But yeah. he was on those Fox business shows and, you know, showing the knowledge that he had for the, you know, the stock trading and all that sort of thing. So, like, yeah. you knew legit he was that character. That, that he wrote, wrote a couple books character. about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, totally. Next up, a guy that to this day, I have no reason. I have no knowledge of why he blocked me on Twitter. Like, it still puzzles me to this damn day. But Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin blocked you on Twitter? Yeah. I didn't know. What did you do? Like I said, I have no idea. I went to tag him in a tweet with a little funny meme that I didn't even make. I was just finding it on somewhere. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to tag him in this. And then it wasn't showing up when I went to at whatever. And then I go and I search. And when I finally found it, pulled it up and it said to so-and-so block, you're blocked them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I legit have no idea what the hell happened yeah. here. Well, you know, I was probably going to say something nice about Baron Corbin, but, but I like you, man. I, I, I don't know why he would block you. So I, I'm not a fan. You know, he's on his own. No love from the Badger, baby. I mean, he's on his own. I mean, they used to call him, the, what was it, the lone wolf there? So, I, yeah. mean, I mean, honestly, I mean, I literally had nothing really against him. My dog is trying to get into the damn sink right now. I have my wife and I have a great Dane and she's trying to drink out of the sink right now. How, how big? She's only nine months, but she's like she can literally get to where her head, if there's any standing water in like a bowl, she can. I'm I'm constantly having to watch out, and like I hear some lapping up the water. I have to be like, "Hey, get out of the sink!" <laughs> it keeps it interesting, you know. <laughs> hey, you, you give her a head scratch from Johnny Badger. How about that? Uh, you know what? I'm doing that right now. But yeah, like I said about Baron Corbin, I don't really have anything against him. But for some, you know what? I, hell, he might not even remember why the hell he blocked me. I don't freaking know. Yeah. Well, you know what? With with Baron Corbin, and I kind of uh, identify with him with this, is that uh, there's just something about him, like about his face or whatever, that people just, you know, don't like. I don't really see a time where he's going to be a face just because he, uh, he, he just rubs people the wrong way. Just, just the look of him, I guess. But um, yeah, yeah, I can, I can, I can see that. I can see that. I'm probably not, I'm probably not helping myself out with him by saying that, but yeah, I can, I can see why people think he is like, has that, that punchable face. Well, he does have a, a taste for the finer things, though, with cars, watches, um, that kind of thing. Oh. So, you know, a lot of respect on that end. You know, you got to you got to spoil yourself, man. You know, hey, if, if you can afford it, why the hell not? You know, exactly. Exactly. Four feet of charcuterie. You know, that's it's a snack. I, I saw I saw that damn thing on Facebook. I'm like, holy <laughs> hell. I've, I've been stress eating. It, it's been a rough uh, it's been a rough time. I'm a little nervous about uh, 
we just have some like inner family things. Uh, you know, Cade Seidel doesn't want uh, ego at ringside for this for this bout. And uh, while I disagree, uh, I do support him. Uh, you know, I know why he wants to do it, but um, you know, uh, it's out of my hands. I, in a way, I can kind of understand because you know, you have those people that are in those positions of power, and you know, they have groups like Ego, like go oh, back with a. Uh, MJF with the inner circle with the the pinnacle, Jericho with the inner circle. Now the Jericho Appreciation Society. You can, I can understand how you know there'd be people that might see as oh they can't get it done without so and so. So you know what they get in a time where they're like you know what I'm going to prove them all wrong. Yeah. I'm going to go out there without them. Yeah, I mean, you know, as I said, I I I don't agree with it, but I uh, wholeheartedly support. I mean, he he's a great champion. He deserves to be where he is. Uh, I have just nothing but love for the guy. He's one of the main reasons I am where I am. So you know, I I'm just going to support him and uh, keep my my opinions to myself. As far I mean, I, the last thing he needs is me telling him I don't agree with what he's doing. So uh, we'll just leave it at that. You know. We'll, we'll leave it at that, exactly. Last but not least for this category, a guy that is on top of the world right now with AEW. He is doing amazing things, although he doesn't seem to be actually wrestling all that much right now. MJF. Generational talent. As he likes to say, definitely. I, um, I was lucky enough uh, to be at the first double or nothing. And I was at the last double or nothing last year. And, um, that was the weekend where there was like an autograph signing where he, I guess, no showed or whatever. Mm. Um, it was him and Wardlow, but you know, MJF to be as young as he is, uh, is just light years ahead of, of where he should be, I guess. I mean, he, he's, he's remarkable in the ring. He, he's proved it against Brian Danielson. Um, yeah, that, that Iron Man match is probably, you know, is probably one of my favorite Iron Man matches of all time. Um, it, it, it ranks up there. That is for sure for me too. Yeah. But yeah, he's taken, uh, he's taken it as it comes. Uh, I'm very interested to see how this four pillars match goes. Um, uh, me, me too. I'm going to be curious about that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you got to give them all the credit in the world to be that young, to be at the top of your game like that. That's, that's incredible. Oh yeah. And you know, you bring up the, the last double or nothing. That was one of the few pay-per-views for them that I didn't see as it was happening because I was actually flying back from St. Louis the day that that happened, my show got invited to Warrior Wrestling stop in St. Louis, and I got to be a part of the fan fest. Got to be at the show. Got to see some um, amazing matches. Brian Cage made a surprise appearance. There was a was then Jonah, now Bronson Reed going up against Jeff Cobb. Oh, wow. That's a hoss fight right there, isn't it? Oh, man. 
I actually got to have Jonah on my show. We recorded shortly before that show started. Yeah, we were talking about that match, you know, it being the Haas fight of all Haas fights. And I remember being so close that, like, when those guys would chop each other, you could literally just see the individual beads of sweat just. Mm. It was yeah, insane. they were both sore the next day, I imagine. <laughs> so I can imagine, and I know my chest just hurt watching that. Yeah, yeah. There's no, uh, there's no chest insurance for for these guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I, I've I've seen some guys that you know during like we talked about getting to talk with different people during intermissions and some of the marks on them. It's like, God damn. yeah. Yeah. I, hey, it's not ballet, but I mean, you know, um, we all, we all see up close, um, you know, as I said, especially at these indie shows, uh, they're all just putting it out there and it, it's an incredible thing to watch. But I, I, I I'll always say that, you know, professional wrestling, um when when done right is the greatest form of entertainment on the planet mm. there there is something special about it especially when you're getting to be there live and getting to feel just the the roar of the crowd like i've heard performers talking about it but then you get those crowds that are really going and then getting to be a part of that crowd and hearing how they're just roaring getting uh, and just they're totally into it. There, there's something special about that. Oh yeah, I mean it, it's it is not very often uh, where perf, you know performers, athletes, where there where the crowd is in on it with them in a, in a way. You know, it, it's such a uh, symbiotic relationship. Like the 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 crowd needs the the athlete, the athlete needs the crowd, and when everybody's working together, we're, we're all part of the show. You know, oh. if you're sitting in the last row, you're part of the show. Um, and you know, we, we want to be sure with, with our, with our shows that, you know, the, the crowd has a a safe, good time. Um, you know, they leave happy, uh, you know, they leave still hating my guts for whatever reason, but that, that, that's neither here nor there, but we want to be sure that, uh, well, you know, they, they, they leave feeling like they got their money's worth, you know, yeah, that, that is the goal in any professional wrestling show, whether you're the big on the big stages, you know, double or nothing, WrestleMania, whatever it might be, to, to you know, have those crowds going home feeling like I, I sure as hell got my money's worth tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, no, nothing's better than a drive home after a good time. You know, if you have nope, a bad time, it's, it's a quiet car ride, you know. I, 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 I've had a few of those. I, I've <laughs> had a few of those. Me too, my friend. Me too. <laughs> Next mm. up, I have some kind of random questions. Some might be wrestling related. Some might not be. I never really know until I'm literally putting my notes together. And you just you give me the answer that pops into your head. First sure one, craziest in-match moment for you. Like one that you were there witnessing as it was happening. Oh, let's see. Well, uh, I was, uh, when I was on commentary, uh, there was a match between, uh, I believe Jack Tatum and, uh, Trey Havoc. 
um, and Trey Havoc went for a spear, and Jack got out of the way. But when uh, Trey hit the mat, it knocked all the boards loose on the ring. And this Ooh. is a full-size professional solid ring, and it just knocked, knocked the boards in that corner all all lopsided and everything. I'd never seen anything like that. You know, I, I've seen the you know Brock Lesnar uh, uh, suplex in the Big Show or whatever, and the ring collapses. But I've I've never seen a guy spear something so hard that it, it knocked the boards loose like that. I that yeah that would be crazy. You know, I've I've seen some stuff kind of similar where like. It was a, I think it was a bar or something underneath the ring. I've I've helped set up some rings before. Mm-hmm. Like I know full well, you know, those things. Like there might be some bounce to them, but you're literally the boards on top of just solid steel. So they're, it, it's not not a damn trampoline, as some a lot of people like to say. But I remember all of a sudden you'd hear this loud clank. And it was one of the bars coming loose that just plopped on the. So that was insane. Although I know one, and I love using this example because the one of the guys involved, literally one of my best friends, I actually made him the best man at my wedding because he, he introduced me to my wife. And it was in this promotions version of the money in the bank ladder match you know, multi-person ladder match, and they had this ladder bridge between the guardrail and the ring apron. And I see my friend with this guy on on his back in a move that I, for a while, I struggled with trying to figure out how to describe it. But, you know, Seamus and the white noise were like the heads down here in the lake. And I see him, I'm on the opposite side of the ring, and I see him looking down at the ladder. I'm like, uh-uh. No, do not <laughs> yeah. tell me he jumps ladder folds and they disappear on the other side of the ring. I'm like, God, damn, I'm my, I'm sore just watching. Yeah, it's the kind of the uh, the kind of pain that makes your legs tingle when you see it. Yeah, like uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he's he's been involved in some crazy shit before, like. He actually volunteered because the person that was originally supposed to be in this was actually injured in a death match show. Literally the night before, he was supposed to have a show that night that was a no-rope barbed wire match. Ooh. So he Ooh, went. Yeah. He, he volunteered for this. Yeah, I'm like. I'm like <laughs> That's a that's a special breed right there, my man. He he's he's definitely that. That is for sure. Well, what's his name again? His name is actually uh, Brandon Juarez, or he goes by in some circles Donnie Pepper Cricket. I'm gonna check that out. That's fantastic. Love it. Either search for Magnum Wrestling. Okay. The, they might have it somewhere on there or either on Facebook or YouTube, one of the two. They probably got that on there somewhere. Yeah. Well, you know, that's actually another uh, uh, surprising treat is now that, you know, I'm, I'm getting my name out there. 
I'm finding all, all of like just throughout the country, all of these companies. And I mean, it's just amazing the volume and the talent that, that I, I see now. Um, you know, just to think that, you know, any, any given state on any given Saturday night, you have, you know, 10 wrestling shows to choose from. That's a really, it's really an awesome time to be a fan and a performer, actually. Oh, yeah. There's, there's so many options out there. And actually, that promotion, as of re- recording this, this will be released after this coming Saturday. They're actually having another show that, as far as I'm aware, I'm going to be at. So fantastic. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Next up, you know, me being somewhat of a movie buff, I figured I'd add this in there. If you could choose a, a movie, one that already exists, but a movie that you could use to describe Johnny Badger, what would it be? Ooh. Well, I would say I'm a mixture between Ocean's Eleven and King Kong. Okay, interesting yeah. combo. Yeah, um, you know, I, uh, I, I do have a bad temper. I try to, you know, uh, keep it to myself. I've done a really good job. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think that with, with this, uh, you have the, the, the sleekness of all the uh, Oceans movies. Uh, Oceans, I guess they're on 24 now or something. But uh, you know, it, just Vegas. Sweet Lady Vegas, that's 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 me, that's my city. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, King Kong likes to smash things, uh, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I played my part in alternative combat wrestling. Our hostile takeover is almost complete. Proud to say, actually. Yeah, and you know, I know, I think what they've King Kong has had a little bit of a resurgence as of late, with you know, you know going back to. Oh, it was one long ass movie, but that Kong, King Kong movie they had a while back, and then you know Skull Island, and then these Godzilla versus Kong movies. They got another one that that's in the works that should be coming out sometime soon. So, yeah. big money to be made in, in making movies about giant monsters beating themselves up. You know, there's a wrestling connection there. I'm sure. You know? I, I'm sure if you know one got to thinking about it yeah i can see that we gotta find a ladder big enough to throw uh king kong through you know yeah that that would have to be one big ass ladder a lot of bamboo on that one (laughs) yep lots next up i would feel weird not having this question on here with the name of a show like drinking at Moe's. favorite drink whether alcoholic None or one of each. It don't matter. Well, you know, uh, I, I am a man that does like the simple things in life. Uh, but for my money, if I'm out with the fellas, if we're having a good time at the at the tables, uh, I'm just going to stick with Jack and Coke. Mm. I'm, I'm going to, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's basic, I know, but it's a classic. You know, it's a classic oh. for me. No. Nope, um, that- Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Plus, the the more you drink, it doesn't get harder to say. You can pretty much say Jack and Coke uh, at mm. any point in how many you've drank. So no, it works exactly. out. 
you know what? I never really thought about that, but that is true. Some of these, yeah. the these elaborate names of drinks out there, <laughs> you, you have a few. You're probably going to be slurring through the name of the damn thing. But Jack yeah. and Coke's pretty straightforward, simple, to the point. Yeah, you know, it, try say, ha, saying brewery after uh, you know nine beers. You know, brewery nah, doesn't work out. Tequila yeah. doesn't work out. But yeah, Jack and Coke. I think I've mumbled that a million times in my life, inebriated, so it works out. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I, Jack and Coke, I am a guy that I do enjoy one. But I've also, I for, I'm forgetting where exactly I first stumbled on wanting this, but adding grenadine to that literally tastes like a Jack and Cherry Coke. Yes. Freaking delicious as hell. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Hey, if I'm ever in Nebraska, you and I are going to go get some Jack and Cokes with grenadine. I promise yeah. on me. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, well, I'm looking forward to that. Next up, we, we kind of mentioned a little bit about a, you know, a big gorilla in King Kong. But what would you say, Johnny Badger, what is a, what would you say is Johnny Badger's spirit animal? Ooh, well, I guess it would it would be silly for me to say anything other than a badger. Uh, <laughs> oddly enough, um, you know, years ago, uh, my closest friends on the planet, uh, they gave me the, the name Johnny Badger uh, years ago. And I just uh, I took to it. Um, I, I used to be a, a bit more, uh, well, subdued, a bit more, um, I don't know, hard to contain. And that's, I was a badger, you know, I was a badger. And uh, if there was a mess uh, in the living room or in the car or at the bar, uh, it was, it was usually because Johnny Badger did it, you know? And, and badger is a fierce animal. And when you're trying to, you know, do what you guys are doing with ego there at alternative combat wrestling, sometimes you, you gotta be a little fierce. So badger kind of fits in there. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a controlled chaos. Okay, I, I can, I can get that. Last but not least, best advice for anybody wanting to get into wrestling. Well, um, I would say uh, first, you, you got to find a good school. You got to find uh, somebody that can can train you up. Um, I would also say, uh, you know, study, study your history. Um, but more importantly than anything, get a degree, get a degree, you know, get that out of the way. Uh, and that would be my advice for anybody starting anything, um, in the entertainment or sports or anything like that. Cause if you have a degree, you're covered. Um, cause it's, it's not an easy business. You know, being in a rock band is not an easy business. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, you know, uh, follow your dream, but be smart about it would be my advice. And that, that makes sense because, you know, having that degree, that backup plan, if you will, it, uh, it makes sense because it, with wrestling or really any form of the entertainment industry, not everybody starts off, you know, main event in WrestleMania or all out or, you know, sell out stadiums for concerts and stuff everybody starts off at some point 
and you know what some people unfortunately don't make it to those those big arenas those big time events some people do some people it takes longer than others but you have that backup plan if things don't go your way at least you got that yeah also if it starts coming together for you uh get a really good manager and give him 40 percent. his name's johnny badger okay okay i i I see where i always always thinking that that's that's good that's good well before we go where can people find you social media wise so they don't already have their eyes on on ego on johnny badger they can go ahead and get them there well on facebook you can find me at johnny badger uh alternative combat wrestling um also the the gentleman that puts our packages together uh sound guy zach productions look that up uh, another cool little tidbit. I was going to try to have it done before today, but uh, I have my own custom made entrance music getting ready to come out. Look up Red Radio Productions. Uh, Tate Phillips there will uh, hook you up uh, and you can have a customized uh, theme song if you want. But uh, probably in the next week, I'll be on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, iTunes, whatever, wherever you find music, uh, you'll find Johnny Badger's sweet entrance theme, Badger AF. Hey, I'm, I'm going to have to keep my eye out on that. Well, I'll, we I'll, send it, I'll send it to you before it comes out. Pre-release, baby. Hey, sweet. I got the hookup. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk to me tonight. This has I been fantastic. You. Thank you. Pleasure's all mine. That that means a lot to me. I, that, I put in a lot of work trying to, you know, you see a lot of podcasts out there and you know, sometimes some come across better than others. I definitely try to put my notes together, do my homework, so I at least come across like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Absolutely. Hey, listen, th- this has been fantastic, and uh, you know, all the luck in the world to you. And if you ever, uh, if you ever want to uh, touch back with old Johnny Badger, you know where to find me. But I, I had a, a, the time of my life. That means a lot, and you're welcome back anytime. Alternative Combat Wrestling. Talk to you soon, my man. All right.